Thank you for tuning in to the Just Believe podcast. I'm your host, HP Mac. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. This podcast is raw, authentic, and unscripted. With that being said, enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Just Believe podcast. I'm your host, HP Mac, and today I'm honored to have this lovely young lady. I've been following her page probably in the last like month or so. I love her content. It just resonates with me. She makes it fun, easy to digest, and I'm like, that's what I'm all about. And this is Miss Pam. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. good. Uh, Everything's good. You know, um, when I reached out to you, I was nervous. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I'm not going to lie because I was like, man, the content that she puts out and her worth ethic, I don't know if she can pencil me in. And um, when you did, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Because I felt like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, we can connect in a way where like, you know, like I feel like we already connected as far as like energy wise, but so much to learn off each other so for the people that don't know who you are please tell them of course yeah thank you of course and why would i say no to your invitation hb i (laughs) said yes your invitation of course well you know the scheduling that's why people schedule you know i know we're supposed to still be like you know social distancing and stuff and quarantining here and there but everybody's busy Right, right. So yeah, thank you for having me here today, HB. So my name is Pamela Bizas. I am, well, I wear many hats, but for the purposes of this discussion, I am um, a healing practitioner. I I do have an energy healing practice, as well as a coaching practice. So I am in the health and wellness coaching industry. And so this is where I find myself right now. And it's something that I have been passionate about, you know, for a couple of years now. And uh, I do have a full-time work, which is, I work for the federal government, but that's a different side of the story that I can share later on. So, yeah. Yeah. What, what got you into the, the health and wellness (laughs) to be honest, because some people like that's always been them. And some people just stumbled upon it. Like, uh, I I don't know. It just fell into my hands. So what was it with you? It's okay. I'll take you in a little bit of a history here. It's actually a long story, but hey, we've got time to. Yes, we got time. Storytelling. So first of all, you know, I was born and raised in the Philippines. So I spent half of my life there and I pretty much grew up in poverty. I was the third of, um, I'm the third of four children. And so when I turned 18, I moved to the U.S. as an immigrant with my mom and my two brothers. And you know, when I, when we were moving to America, I thought, wow, I'm moving to the land of honey and opportunities. (laughs) But pretty soon I realized, well, it really isn't exactly as what I had thought. And so I had to- It's not like the movies. Yeah. It's not like the movies. Yeah. Not exactly. So I had to work um, at a young age and I support myself. I had actually worked multiple simultaneous jobs so I can, you know, support myself and send myself to school. Um, So just like you, as I was hearing your story earlier, I was working during the day and I was going, you know, to school at night. And, you know, eventually through my hard work and persistence and sacrifices, of course, you know, I was able to earn my degree. So my background is in accounting. I have a bachelor's degree in accounting. And I also have a, a master in public administration because I have a long history of my public service career. As I've mentioned, I have been working for the federal government for 15 years now and counting. Nice, nice. So, you know, even though, you know, I am very proud of my public service career, 
you know, a couple of years ago, I felt like something was missing. You know, it was, it was something where I felt I needed, I needed, you know, to find my purpose. There was something out there that was calling me and I didn't know what it was, you know, so that was 2018, you know, it was a couple of years oh, ago. So this is just like recent. It was recent. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I was feeling full up with an exciting career. I was, I was leading an office, you know, I have my own team. I was traveling, I was speaking, I was meeting very interesting people, but I was feeling a sort of emptiness, you know, and I didn't know why. Um, so one day, you know, after work and I was traveling, I think I was on duty to Washington DC at the time. So I spontaneously visited the National Cathedral in Washington DC and I went to pieces. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yes, and I could yeah. say it's a form of surrender. You know, I, I called out from the bottom of my heart and I cried out for help. You know, if there was anything that's out there listening to me, please help me. And I meant it, you know, and within a short amount of time, I received the answers that I sought, but not in the form I anticipated. And ever since then, you know, there were synchronistic events that were happening and that were occurring in my life leading up to this new calling. You know, it was it was more of a journey of self-discovery. You know, yes. it, it's, uh, it's something where I think most people call it or label it as uh, the dark night of the soul. Or, you know, if you've experienced some kind of a rebirth of some sort or, you know, awakening to your true purpose. That's what I was experiencing at that time. You know, because like I said, I thought I've got everything, you know, you know, a person could wish for. I mean, you know, with my loving husband, with my two kids, my family, my job, you know, I, you know, it was despite the well-paying job, I still felt like something's missing. Same. Yes. So with that, you know, I, um, I became very interested in, um, Eastern medicine. I, don't get me wrong. Western medicine is pretty cool, but then there's this pool of Eastern medicine that's been pulling me, you know, as I was searching for answers. So I became fascinated with alternative medicine and other yes. centuries old healing yes. modalities. So oh. I learned that many, you know, traditional healing modalities are rooted in the you know, in the belief of balance and harmony of life force energy, you know, they call it many ways in China, they call it chi in India, Mm -hmm. they call it prana, you know, and then in modern times, they call it the biofield. And it's basically the same, you know, Yeah, it's all the same. It's a healing. Yes, it's a healing thing. Now, I'm glad you said that because I, I, I do a lot of, um, Eastern medicine, a lot from cupping, from acupuncture. I'm actually going to schedule one, um, hopefully next week. I got to, I got to contact her and make sure she's available. I do a lot of it um, because like, even though I love the, the, you know, the Western medicine at the mm-hmm. same time, it has to be another answer. Like just pills alone can't help you. It has to be something else. Right. And I always mm-hmm. feel like the body, like the body tells you, hey, there's something wrong. Try something out. And mm-hmm. I stumbled upon cupping, right? I, and I was just like, man, I, w- I want to do cupping. And um, so I was like, okay, how I'm wired is I'm going to do 110 or I'm not, right? And um, so I'm like, I'm going to go do cupping. And I kept digging down the rabbit hole of YouTube. And I was like, white cupping, what is that? White cupping, what is that? So 
I started doing some more digging and I was like, oh, wet cupping seems way better than dry cupping. So where I'm at in uh, Tampa, it's it's probably like four people that do it, right? Maybe four. So yeah, it's it's not it's not that many because most of them are like, uh, we heard of it. We're not, you know, we're not with it. And I found one that did it and she is phenomenal. She does that in acupuncture. And I try to do it every four months, obviously with this COVID year. You know, I'm like, uh, uh, so now she's just opened back up. But yes, I, I'm, I love the fact that you talked about it. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, you know, I became so obsessed with it ever since I started, you know, digging into it. And then one thing led to another, more discoveries led to another. You know, I was very, very much, you know, drawn to it. It felt as if I have lived some of these, you know, principles in my previous lives. You know, it's just, it became so natural to me. And so, you know, I've always been interested in health, wellness, fitness, you know, all those things, but energy healing was something new for me. And so that is how I started before, you know, going into this health and wellness coaching that I currently find myself in right now. So, you know, as I watch a lot of documentaries, read a lot of books related to that topic, I stumbled across the energy healing. And I discovered, you know, reconnective healing, which is a form of energy medicine. It's a comprehensive energy medicine, you know, that is basically uh, communicating and it, it brings frequencies of light energy and information. So that is how I started, you know, in this journey that I have right now, because at first I thought, why am I feeling empty? what is it that I needed to fill in my life? I thought I had everything already at my disposal, but I didn't know that there is something that I needed to heal more deeply inside. And I didn't know what it was because every, everybody has a different way of explaining what healing is. I mean, what is healing exactly? I mean, it's hard to describe it or even talk about it unless you had a personal experience of it. But once you experience it, it feels deeply nurturing it's very peaceful it feels like coming home yeah. you know that's, you're at that's peace yes mm-hmm. yes yes you're at peace oh man i'm glad i'm, I'm glad we did this <laughs> i am uh, because you probably didn't even know that i was so into um eastern medicine i was it was just something that i was like wow like like i i, I don't know i i figured having an open mind you'd never know what you know the possibilities when you have a closed mind you might miss the best thing for you so um I, I I got, I had like a shoulder injury, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I went to the doctor and uh, the doctor was like, hey, you know, um, you just have to take these pills and you'd be fine. And I was like, okay, well, will I be fine like forever? Or will I just be fine for the next six months? And he's like, oh, you know, with the shoulder, it it's hit or miss. It's like, that is not an answer. So, um, so like my shoulder was like really hurting and I was like, oh man. I don't want to take any more pills because the pills and the shot that they was giving me, I was like, man, you're tearing my muscle. Um, I, you know, I'm young. I don't want to be in my fifties and like, that's it, you know? So I looked into that. And once I did, especially the, the wet cupping, I felt like a brand new man. And then she was like, Oh, try acupuncture. Like it gets the energy flowing. Your chi and everything would be amazing. And I was like, all right, fine. Let's try it. And that experience, I was just like, that's it. I'm doing this for life. I'm going to try to do it at least twice a year, you know, to give your body a, a oil change, as I call it, you know, like we give our cars maintain, we maintain that. That's our body. Our body's our temple. Yeah, you can eat healthy, but at the same time, you have to flush it out. You know, you have to detox and all that. We have all these herbs in the world. Why not use them? 
Right. And and I'm glad you mentioned that because that is also when I started, you know, meditating, which was phenomenal for my mental health. You know, there were a lot of things that I have been avoiding my life. You know, when, when I discovered energy healing, as I mentioned, I want to go back to that HB a little bit because I thought I didn't have any, any trauma or any issues in my past that I needed to address. I just went on with my life and I didn't really pay attention with any wounding that has happened in the past because I shoved everything under the rug. I thought I was okay. I needed to smile and be brave. Yeah. Everything perfect in my life. But uh, it was also around the time when, um, you know, a couple of years ago in 2018, which was the catalyst for this journey of mine, is when I came to terms about my painful past. It was like being brought to the surface. And I had severed ties with my father seven years before that. And I have not spoken to him ever since. Um, there's uh, pending litigation cases, but it's all long, ugly story. But anyway. Don't worry. Um, we don't have to get into it. It's perfectly <laughs> fine. Yeah. But uh, it's, it actually came to the surface where I've been trying to avoid, and I thought I was doing well mentally and emotionally, but I was not. And so, you know, it, it, was, it was perfect timing for it to be brought back because that's when I started to really deal with my emotions, learning how to forgive you know, taking care of my mental health, because these things never die, you know, these yeah. things remain in your system, if you don't address them, you know, all these suppressed emotions, and all of these pain that you keep holding on to the bitterness, the anger, the unforgiveness, you know, all those accumulate in, in your system. And guess what, they stay in your body, for as long as you hold on to them, and then if you don't let go or release them, these imbalances in your system created by those negative toxic emotions are going to show up in your life as, you know, this ease or any kind of um, illnesses. So anyway, um, I, you know, one of the teachings of Eastern medicine is, is in integrating that as a whole. And so that is why I became passionate about the topic and I learned more about energy healing. And so I started, you know, my energy healing practice shortly after discovering it. When I mentioned earlier, when I cried out for help at that church and everything began to align and synchronistic events started happening, that is when one thing showed up to me after another. And one of the things that I still continue to do at this point is facilitate energy healing for my clients, um, you know, because that is one way, and I'm not saying it's the only way, you know, there are numerous healing modalities, but energy healing is one of the ways in which you can remove those interferences or blocks in your system by allowing the body to return to a state of balance and wholeness. So, so I just wanted to, to mention that yeah, part. You're of fine, you're fine. What was, yeah. um, cause you talked about the energy healing. What was the first, what, well, not the first, but what method did you use to help release that anger that, you know, okay, I, if I don't release this, I'm never going to be that next, I'm never going to hit that next level. So what was the first way that you was like, okay, let me try this out and let me see if it works. What was the first steps I should say? Yes. Um, and I will get to your point, but to, to answer it broadly and yeah. at a high level, it's a, it's, it's a process. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is. It takes, it, it might take months. It might take years. It's a, yes. it's a process. And yeah. And to me, it took, it took years 
couple of years. So one of the things is to come into terms about what I was feeling. So it started on an emotional level for me. Um, and so having to deal with that, having to sit with the feeling, you know, because I was very angry and, you know, I've, I've, I said to myself at one point in, in, in the past, I, I don't think I can ever forgive this person. But then of course that has changed ever since. One of the things though is meditation that has helped me because that is when I found peace and calm and just being in that stillness actually allowed me to feel or be in a state of, of, uh, of love and, and, you know, and, and a lot of the forgiveness that I didn't know I had the capability of doing. So, you know, with, um, with sitting with hard and, you know, hard and difficult emotions, meditating, I did breath work, you know, I did um, many different things. And then, of course, someone facilitated the energy healing for me. You know, there were a lot of, I would say, external uh, release. But then, of course, it doesn't happen one time, at least in my experience. And, and every person is different. You know, some, some people may have everything built up over many years, release it in one sitting or one session. But for me, it was a matter of multiple sessions. And it was, it's a matter of all of the different practices that I have incorporated into getting to where I am much better place than I am right now. So oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, well said. No, it took me um years. Yeah. To learn. <laughs> me too. Oh yeah, it took me years. Like um I I was meditating on and off. Um but like to actually like sit down and meditate, right? And in the beginning I thought like when you meditate, you're gonna get a something like something special is going to happen. It's like, no, it's not. It's you slowing down the world and actually taking a chance to process whatever pain that you're going through or whatever emotion that you're, you're experienced during that time. And I did that. And then I also just cried, right? Yeah. A grown man crying, boo-hoo yeah. crying. And, and I was okay with that because it was so much, as I call it, it was, it was so many layers of pain that I had. And I had to be okay with that. And not, not just being okay from the pain, but accepting my past and understanding that I can't change the past, but I can change my future. And that was the thing that I had to learn how to, okay, I forgive yeah. everyone for all the pain that they caused me. Yeah, I needed and, that pain to, to be who I am today. That's how right. I viewed it. Right. And I love what you said, um, HB, in terms of uh, crying. I did a lot of very ugly cries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I didn't know I had, you know, the ability to make the sounds that I was making as I was trying to heal that wounded inner child that most people call it, but it's, it's basically from your, your trauma or whatever experience you've had in the past. You got to let it, let, let the emotions flow through you and feel it without having to rationalize it because that is the problem when people start to ask, why am I feeling sad? And that's when they're in here, in the mind, you know, you just have to let emotions flow, feel it, release it, let it go. But yeah, people start having problems when they rationalize their emotions, which is is a totally different area. It it, It is, it is. No, it is. It is. It was something because I, you know, I did a lot of reading, right. But I was also in like, you know, the, the, the Japanese animations was something that I was always into, right? The Kung Fu movies, I was always into. And they kept always talking about like the chi, the chi, the chi. And then I remember having um, like a, um, one of my friends, he's like Filipino, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And we was um in middle school. And I remember having a conversation. And this is like, we're talking about like Dragon Ball Z and all this stuff, right? And his father comes in and his father has a conversation. And he said, well, you know, even though it's a cartoon, mm-hmm. there is energy. You have energy. He's like, you may not understand it now, but later on in life, you'll get it. And I would never like, never in a million years, I would think like, man, during my darkest moments, here goes this conversation of what, what my buddy's father was telling me. And I was like, wait, all everything I'm feeling is the energy, mm-hmm. right? So if this energy that's built up in me, of course, I'm going to act crazy, quote unquote, like I'm going to act different. I'm not going to act the same because of that energy is so built up. I have to release it. And I was like, well, well, let me meditate. Okay, well, meditation helping? Let me cry it out, <laughs> you know? And then, I, like you said, the ugly cry, like, hey, look, don't come over to the house. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> FaceTiming. It's okay. But then doing methods as, like, exercise. And, and I'm not saying, like, hit the gym, but fun exercise. Like, I, I jump rope, right? I jump rope not because I'm trying to be fit, but it helps me release that energy, right? That tension is just like, oh, okay, cool. This is another way to do it. Or just even walking. It, it, this conversation is wonderful, <laughs> but I just had to say that. It, it, it is because people don't understand that we have so much energy inside of us, but it's just how you release it is the key. Yes. And, and, and I'm glad that, you know, you and I are speaking the same language here because we are energetic beings. We're made of energy. Everything in life is vibration, you know, said the famous Albert Einstein, but, yes. <laughs> but we are energetic beings. And so all of these, you know, accumulated pain, suffering, you know, whatever emotions, toxicity in your system, you know, if you're not releasing them or if you're not cleansing yourself, and there's many ways to do that, you know, um, some people like to do grounding, some people just like to go, you know, be in touch with nature, or like you said, exercise, uh, meditate, feeling the emotions, there's a number of different ways you can go to a, a healing practitioner, you know, uh, you know, help that process for you to be able to, you know, get to your highest self is what they call it. Yes. Um, and it, it's called multiple different ways, but it's basically functioning at your very best. And so, you know, that is part of my uh, role here is to try to educate people, you know, as a, as a holistic coach, you know, where, all of these has to be integrated because the Western medicine, the pitfalls of that, I love Western medicine, don't get me wrong. However, there is, you know, the focus on uh, just treating the symptoms or putting and a band. Curing the problem. Yeah, exactly. And they're not going all the way to the very cause of the issue. As you mentioned earlier, here's the pill, just pop it in. It'll just make you it. You'll be okay. You can be numbed out. You'd be numbed out for a few hours, but you'd be okay. You won't feel that yeah. pain. And it's like, I'm not gonna feel it because I'm numb, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, yes. Yeah, but it's not, it's it's not how the body works. It's it there is underlying issue or cause that's being ignored. And then of course the the you know the Eastern medicine's principle is that having to look at all parts of yourself, you know, from the physical, the mental, emotional, and spiritual aspect of yourselves, all those has to be working, you know, in harmonic balance in order for a person to function um, at their best or at his or her best. Now so. I have a question. Sure, go Talk right about ahead. about the healing. Do you use uh, healing stones as well? No. Wow. So <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> for this reconnective healing, yeah. uh, it's not based on technique or ritual. It is basically just using my own 
conscious awareness, Mm -hmm. you know, because when I enter into a space where I facilitate healing for a client, it's a three-way communication exchange. What I mean by that is I don't need any external things like, you know, a bowl of water, a crystal, or whatever the case is. I don't need any of that. The only thing I need is myself, the client, and a higher power from which all of these comes from. And so I'm basically just the conduit, you know, for this energy to be transferred over to the client. And, and that's it. The only thing that I, I don't um, tell my, I, I tell my clients to never expect any outcome or yeah. release any expectation or having to force or control or dictate the outcome. I always tell them to let go of any idea of a defined outcome because that's an adulteration of the healing process. And all we need to do is really just trust the intelligence of a higher power and receive the healing in its pure form. Because people always say, I'm coming to you because I have a problem. Heal me with this issue. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, it doesn't work. You know, And, and healing may come in the form that they may not anticipate, but it's actually the healing occurs when that person realizes the true form of healing that they received less any of all of this expectations that they've had in, you know, before they came in. So, so no, to answer your question, no, I don't No, 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 you're fine. No, no, because um, I, I asked that because not everyone use it. So see, that's why I asked because yeah. I, I, I interviewed a healer as well and she used it. And uh, she was like, Oh, I had no idea that you have all these stones. And I was like, yeah, I use it. I was like, unfortunately, um, you know, once I went down this rabbit holding, you can just feel other people's energy sometimes, right? Yes. So I worked, um, I worked in a big, a big establishment. So I was minimum dealing with over twenty thousand people a day. So the energy of that would just, I'd be trying to tell my girl for work. So I looked into healing stones, not to like to protect my energy. Cause sometimes, you know, some people can come with that negative energy and it's like, nah, not today, man. I'm in a good mood spiritually. I'm in a good mood. My life is doing well. And they come in, they, you know, they're, as they call them, energy vampires. So mm-hmm. like, I, that's the reason why I did that. And now that like, I don't work in that place anymore, it helps out because like my energy level is at all time high because, you know, most of the time I work at home. And when I do run out to the stores a uh, quick, Hey, let me grab this and I'm out. So I, I don't, I'm not around people with energy because I, I would assume that can be draining for you. Yeah. And, and so I'm glad you bring this up because, you know, I have clients who are empaths and those are individuals that are very sensitive to energies and they sometimes absorb energies that aren't theirs. So what happens is that they they come with all of this residual energy that they're taking on, not even realizing which mine, which one is mine and which one is not mine. And so recognizing how to actually have that boundary, spiritual boundaries, energetic boundaries is very important. And sometimes, you know, these this crystals for people work. I just, you know, I don't use that because I just, I don't believe that I don't, you know, I, I have to rely on some kind of an external power to protect me or to to assist me with that because that's giving away my power. I mean, I, every single individual is a powerful spiritual being on his or her own and owning that power and not relying and giving your power away to some kind of stone 
actually defeats the purpose of taking in and stepping into your power. So I just wanted to to mention that because that's that's exactly how empaths deal with the sensitivities and the energies that they take on, and especially for healers because we come into contact yeah. with so many people that have that bring with them a lot of emotional baggages or you know whatever they come with. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. that. That's our role is to help them, you know, learn the tools, you know, in order for them to be able to to live more powerfully in their own, um, you know, in their own selves. But like I said, recognizing what's yours and what's not yours yeah. is key. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, even now, um, I don't wear them as much as I used to. Um <laughs> when I realized, like when I stopped wearing them and I started realizing the energy that I possess, right. Uh, right. There's some days where like, you know, just running late, I'll, le- I'll leave them at home on purpose. And then I realized, okay, how can I block their, their energy? Right. And, and it took me probably a good three months to learn it. And then once I did, I was like, okay, all right, cool. We're, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Nope. 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 Oh, I can just sense that person. We're not even six feet near each other. I can sense they, they're in a bad energy level. I'm just going to walk away. Like Lauren, it took me a while and I'm not a master at it, but I'm like, okay, okay. There's some days where I take on some other energies. I'm like, man, I'm drained. Let me uh, go recharge. And it's like, I have a Rastafarian friend and he said, if you ever have too much energy or too much pain or anything that you're carrying, just go to the nearest beach, go yep. in the water and just splash the waves upon your shoulders and mm-hmm. you're going to naturally recharge. And I'm like, all right tried it out worked out and I was like wow <laughs> wow like you know but having an open mind to have that that conversation with my friend who is a Rastafarian it helped out because he said like you know he's like you don't have to say that you're Rastafarian he's like you have the lifestyle of it the way I eat right I'm a pescetarian and the way I meditate and I talk about energy and, and creating boundaries he's like you're already thinking like a Rastafarian he's like that's all it is it's just energy and learning about it man He's like, just becoming one with yourself and learning how to project the energy to the universe that need that and learning how to, hey, nope, nope, nope. We're just going to, we're just going to reflect. Nope, 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 nope. We're going to push it right back to you. So I like conversations like this. I love, uh, you know, maybe somebody that's listening, like, I don't know where they're going with this, but trust me, if you try it out, you'll learn so much about yourself. This is how I learned so much about myself. I learned the the great things about me and the, uh, okay, I suck at this. Let me, let me reach out to someone else, you know, but it helped, you know, because I learned, okay, let me not put my energy into something where I'm not that good at, but let right. me, let me put my energy to what I'm great at, but I can, Hey, can, can you help me out? Can you teach me some of the ways so I can get better instead of putting all this energy to something that's still going to suck, <laughs> you know? So yeah, no, no, this is a great conversation. Yeah. And I wanted to point out two key points you pointed out there, HB. One is the power of nature, you know, when you said, when you said earlier, you just go out to the beach, let it cleanse you. That's a very powerful tool for actually releasing some of those energies that isn't yours, obviously. Um, So yeah, the power of nature, a lot of people do grounding, or they go take salt baths, or they just go to the beach, it has salt water. But yeah, the healing properties of nature is unbeatable. And then the other point that you mentioned is um, reaching out, you know, having support system getting help when you need them. You know, there's nothing wrong with seeking help. It's actually a sign of strength instead of what people actually have 
you know, um, put out there that it's a sign of weakness, but it isn't. I would disagree with that because knowing when to get help and seek help is a sign of strength. And so if you're not, you know, um, good in this area or you want to improve certain things in this area of your life, go for it. Get this. Yeah. Always reach out. Always reach out. I tell people that Mm -hmm. reaching out is the reason why I'm still here today. Like always reach out and I always try to, but not always reach out, but know the right people who to reach out to. Yeah. You know, like some, sometimes you might reach out to someone and they may not know how to handle it at that point in their life, or they may not understand, but you know, when I had a conversation talking about um, healing stones and whatnot at, at, at my job, and yeah. one of my coworkers just looked at me like, dude, you're from the Bronx. Why are you talking about healing stones? You know, because he doesn't understand. And it's just like, no, one, I could either sit there and get offended or try to teach him. But I was like, you know, everybody learn on their own time. And mm-hmm. like that same coworker, probably like four months later had hit me up. Hey, can you talk about these healing stones, man? Me and my wife is getting into it. And I'm just like, see, <laughs> on their own time when they're ready to learn. So I was like, nah, I can't. I'm from the Bronx, remember? And he <laughs> and he instantly started like laughing. But, you know, some people don't understand the importance of the, these conversations. It helps. It really does. Unfortunately, but- we have to go. Please tell people how to find you. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes. So I have a healing practice, of course, in California, but I have a, um, I'm still working on my website and I am very active on social media on Instagram, where I post daily, almost daily sharing a lot of tips on wellness and healing, you know, and just overall health and wellness. So that's healing underscore and underscore life progress. Uh, There is a link there where you can actually message me. And there's also a 21-day program, mastermind program that I have created, which is on that link in my bio and my Instagram page as well. Trust me, everything is in the description, guys. Please (laughs) check her out. Follow her on Instagram. You're going to learn a lot about just life in general. I love your philosophy. It's amazing. It really is. It is. Well, until then, guys, we have to go. I'll see you next time. Thank you, HB. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, anytime. Yes. Okay, well. (laughs)